who was Daniel, what did he do, and most importantly, what is that great quality that he possessed that I believe made him a phenomenal leader and mightily used by God. Daniel and his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, better known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were young men from the tribe of Judah that during their lifetime were exiled to the Babylonian Empire, initially under King Nebuchadnezzar about 605 BC. These were young men who loved God, who were determined to serve God, but were selected by the king to be trained up for three years in his court, schooled in all the ways of Babylon to serve him later on after they completed their training. One of the things that really causes these young men to stand out though, is their desire to serve God. Their resolve to serve God in the midst of a terrible time of being exiled and even being in the king's court. Daniel and his friends refused to eat the king's food, refused to drink the king's drink, and determined that during this process, they were not gonna be defiled by the world. They finished their training, and it says in Daniel 1 that they were found to be 10 times greater, which to me is just mind-blowing, 10 times greater than any other enchanter, magician, uh, sorcerer, wise man, and so they were set apart and served the king in his court. During this time though, the king had a disturbing dream, which we'll see here in Daniel chapter two. King Nebuchadnezzar has a disturbing dream and he calls all of his, all of his wise men to him. And he's like, I had this dream, I need to know what it means, but here's the caveat. If you can't tell me what it means, I'm gonna kill all you guys because that's this, that's this important to me. So he tells all the wise men, I need to know what this dream was. I need to know the interpretation. And then they tell him, we're going to pick up real quick here in Daniel chapter 2. They say, the, the Chaldeans answered the man and said, There is not a man on earth who can meet the king's demand. For no great and powerful king has asked such a thing of any magician, enchanter, or Chaldean. The thing that the king asks is difficult, and no one can show it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not among the flesh. So they're trying to buy time, and the king is like, look dudes, I see through what you're doing. Here's my final word. If you can't tell me what my dream was and tell me what his interpretation means, I'm gonna kill you. So they couldn't, so he sent the word out. All right, start getting rid of these guys. I don't, no one could give me what I wanted to know, so they're gonna die. Word trickles down, gets to Daniel, and he tells his, uh, the captain of the guard, he's like, whoa, man, let's pump the brakes for a minute, all right? What's going on? You know, I feel like Daniel's just like, everyone take a deep breath, let's assess the situation. Why are we about to kill me and my friends? So the captain of the guard tells him, and immediately Daniel's like, I need to go see the king, I need to set up a time, I'm gonna be able to tell him what this dream was. So he goes and stands before the king and he says, I'll be back, I'm gonna interpret your dream. I'm gonna tell you what it was, just give me a little bit of time. So Daniel boldly stood before the king and he trusted in his preparation. And I think that's a key leader, key leader characteristic uh, is the fact that Daniel was preparing, God was preparing Daniel for this time and when the moment came, he was ready to go. So then he goes home and sometimes I wonder, you know, how far did he live from home? Did he walk? Did he run? Did he jog? Did he ride a horse? Did he catch a ride? You know, did he have a scooter? Whatever it was. But he gets home, and so I kind of wonder, how, how did he approach that with his friends? Um, was he nonchalant about it? 
did he come busting through the door like out of breath like hey guys we, we got a problem if we don't come up with a solution uh, we're all gonna die you know or did he go home and just hang out and they playing video games and just kind of nonchalantly you know in the course of the evening like oh by the way guys it's getting a little late um we gotta go seek the lord because if we don't uh, we're probably gonna die uh, needless to say daniel goes home in daniel chapter 2 verse 17 it says then daniel went into his house and made the matter known to hananiah Mishael, and azariah his companions and told them to seek mercy from the god of heaven concerning this mystery so that Daniel and his companions might not be destroyed with, with the rest of the wise men from Babylon. And so I think that's the second point here, is that Daniel went home and he earnestly sought the Lord for the answer. That he knew if they seek God, he, God was going to come through and give them everything that they needed, give Daniel what he needed to stand before the king and answer the mail. And so then Daniel gets the, gets the vision, gets the dream, gets the interpretation that night, unsurprisingly. And then he goes back to the king and he's ready to answer the king and tell him what he needs to know. I'm a firm believer uh, in Proverbs 22:29, which essentially says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. I believe it's the New King James, King James Version says, he will not stand before unknown men. And so Daniel was in a place where he was skilled in his ways, that he sought the Lord, he trusted the Lord, and he literally was standing before kings. And what I think is great is that Daniel had that answer and he was bold to go before the king, partly I think because his life depended on it, but I think because that's just who he was, that's who God created him to be, and Daniel was ready to do that. So he stands before the king, he says, look, here's the interpretation. Here's the dream, here's the interpretation. And it says in 27, Daniel answered the king and said, no wise man, enchanter, magician, or astrologer can show the king the mystery that the king asked. He didn't stop there though, and this is what is awesome. But, and there's always a but with God, but there is a God in heaven who reveals the mysteries and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. And then he goes on to tell him the dream and the interpretation. That is what I believe is the greatest characteristic of a leader. And I don't know if you caught the subtlety, right? So Daniel was prepared by God. He trusted his preparation. Daniel sought the Lord for the answer and the Lord gave him the answer. He used his platform, he used his answer, he used his wisdom that God gave him to glorify his God in heaven that he made it clear to the king. He said, there is a God in heaven who will reveal this mystery to you. And I'm standing here to deliver that message on behalf of God. And so I wanna kind of take that concept here and then look at it and how we apply it to the world. The world is looking for answers. King Nebuchadnezzar was looking for answers. He had a disturbing dream. The king knew something was wrong and he needed to know what it was. And that's the world we live in right now. We're coming out of COVID, we got politics, we got economy, we got um, you know, all these issues, the schools and the behavior and everything, everyone that you talk to, it's, hey, there's all these things going on. People are looking for answers, people are concerned, people are worried. And so I believe part of our job as believers, as Christians, is to pray to God for our specific situations, pray to God as to what's going on, and then have the answers. We can have the answers that people are looking for, which I believe primarily is the hope that can be found in Jesus Christ, the hope that can be found in relationship 
with Jesus Christ. We don't have to be in your face. We don't have to be doing cartwheels because we found the answer. Uh, we don't have to be prideful or arrogant or boastful, but I think even just a simple acknowledgement of, hey, you know, I have this answer, but the reason I have it is because of my relationship with Jesus Christ, because I have the power of the Holy Spirit in me, and that's what gives me the wisdom that I need to provide this to you. Let's sit down, let's talk about it. Let me give you a biblical perspective on this situation. So there you have it, guys. Those are the three main things that we can take away from the book of Daniel in this specific example, is that he trusted in his preparation of the Lord, that he trusted God, he refused to defile himself with the ways of the world, uh, he stayed connected to his God. Then he sought the Lord for answers earnestly when he needed it, and then when he stood before kings, he took advantage of that opportunity, not just to answer the questions that the king had, but to give glory to his God in heaven. And so I want to challenge you guys out there. What are you doing and what's an example? What's an opportunity that you have before you where you can have the answers that the world is looking for, that you can be bold in your faith, that you can take a step forward and glorify God in all things that you do. All right, guys, with that, be blessed. And I'd encourage you, whatever's on your heart, to take the next step.